Life with Kim Gerber With real topics Affecting you to take your life further Your amazing life There's so much to say Living life one day at a time It's all about today Your amazing life Your amazing life Your amazing life So today we're doing a return to past interviews. We're going to listen to a few uh, excerpts. Welcome to Your Amazing Life, and thanks for being here. We discuss tools and tricks to create an amazing life in this podcast. There are a few powerful ways you can support us. Go ahead and subscribe and leave a rating and review, and it leave your top takeaways. Also interact with the community on the Facebook page. Be a hero to your friends and family and share it with them. Lastly, go to anchor.fm and sponsor the podcast. Your support makes a massive difference. Check out the show notes for links to the subjects we discuss. If you have any topics you would like me to address, just put them in the private Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash your amazing life podcast. I want to give a couple of shout outs first to my listener, Mia, and then to my Georgia tribe. I appreciate them for growing and sharing the podcast with their friends and family. Now let's get into your amazing life. So today we are listening to a few moments from different shows over the past. We're going to start with Christopher Salem. He was given a year and a half to live and he ended up dying four months into his diagnosis. And I can remember the day before he died. I remember him looking over at me. He couldn't talk, but his eyes were somewhat open, but he, it was like he wasn't really there. But yet in a way he was, it was just in a different way. And it was like him communicating to me saying, listen, I'm, you know, I apologize. I wasn't the dad that you were looking for and expected. I, I, I did the best I could. I only could give what I, what I, what I knew. And that, and, and for some reason, like it, it, it hit me in a way that I never imagined. Like, wow, I never thought of it. I always just thought my dad didn't have any interest hanging around with me and my brother and that he was just more selfish and caught up in the things that were important to him. And I didn't realize that, you know, the same thing happened to him growing up. He was, you know, kind of neglected by his own father and he was just repeating what he knew. It wasn't like he didn't care or didn't love us. He didn't know how to. And as a result of that, I didn't know that verbatim, what I'm telling you right now, it just on some level, I kind of had this idea at that mm. point. And that was the pivotal moment for me that I said to myself that I was not going to be the victim of life and business I was going to take ownership of, of whatever I could control and find a way to get overcome these patterns, these behavioral patterns and these ways that I, that got me into trouble with other people and with job ventures and things that were just going on at the time. And as a result of that, I didn't know how I was going to go up doing it, but I made a commitment that I was going to find a way to do it. And that's what ended up happening. I ended up finding a process that allowed me to get out of the root cause to my uh, troubles and my issues. Those were limiting beliefs. I didn't know that at the time, but then I eventually found out what that was. Mm -hmm. And that was the need for validation. And that need for validation was a result of, again, not having my father present. So I was seeking this out in my father and would seek out situations 
in, in work, in business, girlfriends, everyday life to fill that need for validation. So that led to years of passive aggressive behavior, communication, codependency, and that just led to more or less fueling that anger that I've experienced it in each and every day. So when I was able to get to the root cause of that and realize that my, it was my dad, I began to release it over time and then forgive myself most importantly. I began to incorporate healthier habits and disciplines that began to fill that space that wants the need for validation once occupied. Have a person that was buried deep in there who had been wanting to break out all along but didn't know how. Yeah. So today I, I share my story and I, I do my best to help others and make help seem more easily attainable and less stigmatized. Okay, great. All right. Well, then what was the most uncomfortable or difficult change that you had to make? Uh, painful would just having to be coming clean. Like, I was really good at lying and you can only lie for so long. Eventually yeah. you get caught up in it. And so, so breaking the habit of, of not lying and not embellishing, uh, that was really hard to do. Um, as far as, you know, uncomfortable falling in love with myself because for the longest time it felt really hokey, you know, Oh, I love myself. That just sounds really dumb. But you have to, you have to love the person that you are, because if you don't, you can't love anything else fully because you're holding back and yeah. life is much more free if you've got love in your heart, especially if you aim some of that towards yourself. Yeah. I mean, because the lie that we're telling ourselves is that we're not lovable, right? Absolutely. I'm not lovable. I'm a broken toy. I'm damaged goods. I, you know, nobody wants me. Nobody really likes me. So I, I had built this persona that I thought people liked and it was exhausting and it wasn't authentic. And it turns out nobody really enjoyed it anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So uh, you're a parent. How is this fitting into your family life with your... I can dig myself out. If I wake up and I feel terrible, I can change that. Yes. And I have the skills to change that. I just have to slow down and, and step back. Okay. And before I, you know, before I couldn't do that, but so yeah, I use it at least two or three times a week. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm glad to hear that. All right. So what is the difference that the, you have value program? has had on your life? I used to always say my depression was like a spiral staircase and it just takes you down and you don't know you're there till you hit the bottom. I can now catch when I'm slipping. Mm. Um, and sometimes I have to sit with the depression for a couple of days while I'm doing my meditations and my affirmations and things like that, but I don't have to sit in my depression. And that is a huge change. So I can still function and maybe I'm not like telling jokes 24 seven, but, but I can still function through it because mm -hmm. I have these other processes that 
remind me that I can make it through. Um, so yeah, that's really. <laughs> no, that's that's great. Yeah, what, what's coming up? <clears throat> it's. I used to not think there was anything I could do about the way I felt. Um, I, I would get depressed and a lot of, sometimes it was situational, sometimes it wasn't. I do have clinical depression. Mm -hmm. uh, and when it was situational, it, I couldn't make it go away. When it was just because I was depressed, I couldn't make it go away. Um, I always felt like everything else was controlling me. Uh, the people around me, my emotions, everything. And um, I, I like not, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no. I like, not, I like not being controlled. I like saying, you know what? I can sit with you for a few days and I can look at, look at this, these depressive feelings and I can see where they're coming from and, and I don't have to judge them and they can make me sad for a minute. Yep but I'm not gonna be buried in them. Awesome. We have gone over the importance of nutrition in many of our episodes. I have found a clinically proven product. I drink one packet a day and it gives my body all the micronutrients it needs. This is an all natural product that you will love. The packet is filled with superfoods and all their nutrients. Best of all, it comes with a 100% money back guarantee. So there's no risk. Are you looking to lose those COVID pounds? Then you need this. Start your day with a packet of nutrition. It will change your life. Go to www.kengerber.kyani.com. The information to order products or to connect with me as a team member is all there on the website. Join me in having Kayani each day to improve your health. This is an affiliate. So today we are listening to parts of interviews from over the past year. We heard from Chris Salem about overcoming the need for validation. We heard from Jacqueline Phillips about learning that we are lovable. Then we heard from Kim Navel about how she overcomes her depression. So now let's get back into it with Rich Cardone. Balance, um, and, and, and you know, I believe work-life balance is a complete myth. I believe it's a state of mind because you can't achieve it, right? You, you, it's not a destination. You can't achieve it. it. It's just a state of mind. You either feel that, um, that you're giving work your all and that when you're with your family, you're giving your family your all or whatever it may be, but it's not something that you could achieve. So, you know, the key to having an amazing life is, is balance. And, 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 and just bear with me here. Like I get up very, very early. I get up at 4.01 every day and I either do some reading or go straight into some emails and just, you know, admin work that I know I won't want to do once the day really, really starts. Or more often than not, I'm going to take care of myself physically. That's balance for me. That's incredible balance for me because that's not an income. None of those things are income producing activities, mm. right? Like, and 
you know, so there's like family and then there's work and then there's you. So how much time am I dedicating towards, you know, personal development or what it may be? And look, like you're talking to someone who hardly read prior to a couple months ago. Um, now I'm reading, you know, I, I just have a thing like 10 pages a day, no matter what. Well, you know what? That 10 turns into 15. And sometimes if the book's really good, then I pick it back up at night until I start falling asleep. And I'm like, wow, I actually ended up doing 30 today. That's balance for me. The physical part is also balanced for me. That is one of the only things you can't delegate. <laughs> you can't have someone take a shower for you and you can't have someone do cardio for you. You can have someone mow the lawn for you if you want. You can have someone create content for, your, for you if you want. You can have someone edit a podcast for you if you want, but you cannot outsource your health. So when it comes to balance, that to me is a key to an amazing life. Um, and then the other thing is, and look, uh, you know, the question is, you know, what do you need to do for an amazing life? Well, I don't even know if I have an amazing life yet, uh, because sometimes I find myself is my head where my feet are. Meaning if I'm yes. hanging out with my daughter, if I'm at the playground, is my head there? Or am I thinking of all these business ideas and who I owe what or anything like that? So that kind of presence um, just like we talked about earlier with vision, it's a progressive uncovering, right? So like I will get better because I care about balance and because I care about balance, I care about self-improvement. I don't like to let things linger that aren't actually bringing value to my life. And I think if you have a good radar for where you need to improve and where you need to be able to like what you need to do in order to kind of sit with yourself and sit comfortably, then that is what's going to give you an amazing life. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. Now, you said you've listened to my podcast, so you might have heard these. Uh, this is a question that I, I ask all my guests. If there were three ideas that you could leave this world and your posterity, what three ideas would you leave them so that they could have an amazing life? Always, number one would be really looking at your life as it happened for you anything that happened in your life. So go back and, cause we all have those stories that are sitting in our brain going, mm -hmm. eh, you know, like whatever, however we say it, you know, it could have been a failure, could have been, you know, the worst thing that ever happened. But in that, it happened, that happened. So it's something about that thing that happened, happened and moved us in another direction. Yep. So I always think that life's happening for me, right? Yep. And I don't, and, and then the, uh, the second part of that is that we don't, when things happen, we don't, we don't know, we don't know the rest of the story. So I always say, I don't know the rest of the story yet. Right. So I always take myself out of like, you know, oh my God, this is not working for me or uh, why did this happen? I go right to, I don't know the rest of the story and it's bigger than me. Like the universe brought me here for a reason. Maybe I'm supposed to meet somebody. Maybe I'm not supposed to get on that plane. Maybe I'm not, you know, maybe the end of this relationship is bringing me to a better relationship. Yep. You know? Okay. So that's the, that's number two. Okay. And then for the third part of it is, um, you know, we get to love ourselves for every single thing that we do, anything we're doing, we get to use the words go back to my book, eat your words, we get to say, I love myself for that. And if we could feel that, you know, we could say it, but if we could feel that love for ourselves mm -hmm. in every instance, 
the world in front of us expands and things get magnetized to us. Yes. We always like when the hard comes, we feel like we must be going the wrong way. Uh, you know, and, and, and I know we talk about a lot, or I'm sure you do with mindset, like flow states and all that stuff. And that, that could be another discussion, but, but I think sometimes the hardship is the, we need to embrace it a little bit more because that's where the lesson is found. And, and I, I'm with you, right? I probably heard that before a long time ago, but it didn't really resonate. You know what I mean? But now I can see it that sometimes it's just like, oh, I kept going and now I learned what it takes. Okay, great. So now I can apply it, you know? So yeah, yeah. it's kind of one of those things we don't get until we're a little bit older anyways, right? <laughs> exactly. That's for certain. All right. Awesome. So uh, now let's go. If you could leave three things for this world, what three things would you leave? Yeah, I, I filled out that paper and, and I know this is kind of maybe basic stuff, but it, it really does mean a lot to me. Um, but number one, uh, you know, if I could leave anything with my kids, it's to go after your dreams, of course, right? Uh, I know we hear that a lot, but it's so true. Really, really just go for it. You know, I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, he, um, a lady ran up to him and while he was in a cab and she goes, give me three words of motivation or something. And he said, you're going to die. Right. <laughs> and it, it, it was a joke, but it, it really means a lot. Like, Hey, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Like it, it's serious. Go, go for your dreams. So um, the second one is, is self-confidence. I couldn't believe how much that was a thing. Like you have to be your, your biggest fan, your biggest cheerleader. Um, and and really, if you look back at the people that, quote unquote, are like millionaires or successful or whatever you deem as success, you'll notice that maybe they didn't look the prettiest, maybe they weren't the smartest, maybe whatever it is, but they all believed in whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. Whatever they were doing at that time to achieve that goal, they believed in it wholeheartedly. Like you could not shake those people. And, and so that was one thing that I learned that I had to do. And I have to build my self-confidence up. So yeah. I would like to leave that with people too. Okay. Um, the third thing, um, I think it, it goes back to what we just kind of talked about, uh, your habits. Uh, your habits are everything, your actions, right? You have to yeah. become this person of value uh, with, your, with yourself, right? Um, because the moment that you stop being that person and you give in, like or the, how they say, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Mm -hmm. The moment that you become that person, you will fail at everything. So really just go with your habits, make sure you have good habits, uh, especially with some people like that are in with their with kids. I try to do that with my daughter and still good habits. That way it's going to serve her later on in life. So. Yeah. All right. So next time you'll hear about the amazing experiences of the Velvet Revolution and the ideas behind it. I want each of you to know I appreciate each and every one of you. My friends, this podcast is for you. If something I said resonated, I would love to hear about it. By following me, you get to hear about me and my goals. You get to know me. I want to hear from you. I want to get to know what's going on with you. The ways you can share with me are, number one, you can talk with me in the Facebook group. Number two, you can set up a time with Calendly to talk with me so that we can go over what you want. And number three, you could sponsor some episodes that have made the biggest difference for you. And then number four, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review. 
I would love to discuss how you can use these tools and others to get to your amazing life.